Hey guys, before we get into the show, I wanted to quickly talk about today's sponsor, Skillshare. I was super excited to get Skillshare as a sponsor because it's something I use myself and I couldn't recommend more. They have a literal treasure trove of classes to choose from. I've taken classes on everything from creative writing boot camps to mastering the perfect grilled cheese. And the best thing is, is that you can learn at your own pace. Pause, play, revisit for later. However fast or slow you want to go. If you click the link in our show notes, you'll get a one-month free trial, which gives you access to thousands of classes with no restrictions. Check out Skillshare today. And now, on with the show. Always my friend, 25 years, actor extraordinaire, the JCJ himself, the SSA of champion of the world. But wait, there's more. Before I ask my co-host how he's doing that soothingly smooth ASMR-like sound, we have a very special guest today. He is a Michigan Knight through and through, a man who always hails to the victors, a guy who's older than me, which brings me a lot of joy. Mr. Joe Berenthal Abernathy Bentony. I don't know, he always comes up on my phone as Joe Ryan. Welcome Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. A joy to be here. Happy to have you, as always, to discuss more. What are we talking about today? Oh, today our feature presentation is Top Gun Maverick. Newly-ish streaming. It started off on Peacock, oddly enough, and then it went to Prime. Yeah, it's which... on Prime now. That's how I watched it. Same here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. God. I love this movie. It's so good. It makes me, I was really emotional. I was like on the verge of tears at the end of the movie, but good tears, like happy tears, inspired tears. I saw it in the theater and there was three separate occasions where I was going to cry. And I saw it with friends, so you couldn't, you know. Yeah, you <laughs> got to be <laughs> Yeah, I saw it um, with my buddy, with my wife, my buddy, and his girlfriend, and we saw it in IMAX, and it was just, oh, it was the way to see it. You just felt like you're in the cockpit, and um, yeah, I loved it. I'm envious of that experience. Yeah, it was, I love this movie. It was, did you hear that Spielberg went up to Cruise? I forget, it might have been at the Golden Globes or something, and he said, thank you for Maverick, you saved the movies. I believe it. Did, what a blow you, When you saw it in the theaters, did he do that weird <laughs> intro? Um, yeah. Yeah, he did. It was weird where he's kind of talking to the camera, but not. And it was just like, you know, thank you to a bunch of people and the crew. And then, like, also thank you to you. And, like, pointed at the crowd. I was like, me? Like, it was yeah, he was talking directly to you, Joe. Usually <laughs> thank you, Joe. This is all <laughs> happening because of you. Yeah. You sweaty mm. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but but no man yeah thanks for coming on yeah oh, before we yeah. get into that what have y'all been watching reading seeing doing this week joe you get a go first because you're the guest oh 
Well, thank you. Um, reading something called uh, The Stories of Your Life. It's a collection of short stories by Ted Chang, C-H-I-A-N-G. Um, hmm. The way I describe it is like, you know, you ever read those blurbs where they're like, oh, must read for any young writer or aspiring writer. This is the mm-hmm. opposite. This is so good. It will make you put down your pen and your keyboard. Like, don't even try. It's like if your 10-year-old kid was into Michael Jordan or basketball and you go, here you go. And you just had someone dunk over him repeatedly. <laughs> That's how good he is. <laughs> never touch a ball again, kid. You'll never be that close. Uh... <laughs> so I recommend it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> As a deterrent. Yeah, if you're ever thinking of getting in the arts, getting creative, just read this and you'll be done. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. oh, there's people this talented? It'll, oh, no. It'll, it'll, it'll put you right into the, the cubicle life. Are you, an, are, you, um, are you a writer, Joe? Um, I dabble. I mean, I guess writers, if, considering like I have nothing published and, uh, you know, basically I just do it for myself. So I'm going to say, yeah, pretty good writer. i agree (laughs) but no i i I get what you mean i don't know i think i told you this last time i'm an actor and even watching top gun i mean i watch cruise and i watch all the younger guys like glenn powell and miles teller i'm like i can't i couldn't fucking do that I couldn't fucking do that. I can't wait to get into it because at points in this movie, Cruise is so good, and at other times, I go, "Oh boy, what's happening?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Uh, other than that, we've been watching that. Uh, you guys see Yellow Jackets about that? Uh, yeah, I heard Holy good things, shit. but I haven't seen it yet. That is intriguing. This Maybe it's Showtime because I heard such good things, and I watched it, and I was like, "Do I like this or do I love this?" It's weird because there's a bunch of like high school soccer girls and I'm like, not really my little house. (laughs) Thank you, Josh. (laughs) I hope not to get subpoenaed by the end of this. (laughs) But like, but I know what you mean. It's um, especially this. Have you, are you current? Have you, did you see the second episode of the second season? Premiere yet. Oh man. Yeah. They're two win. And this second episode at the end, one of the most shocking things happens that i've ever seen in tv all right i'm so in yeah yeah it's crazy it's nuts but i like it how are you jape what you been into um i'm also reading a book right now it's called beat the devils by an author named josh weiss and it takes place in hollywood in 1958 And it's in an alternative history where Joseph McCarthy got uh, elected president. And and so, yeah, it's it's real bleak. And the um, the the star of the story is a LAPD detective who's from the Czech Republic. He is a Jewish Holocaust survivor and he is an epileptic and and he's a that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it's a really great fucking book. Uh, if you like that kind of, you know, crime, thriller, film noir kind of story. And, you know, I love Hollywood history, so um, I like that a lot. Yellow Jackets, Succession, of course. Love Succession. Oh, man. Oh, are you it's... current? Oh, I'm current. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's when it boy. comes out, Succession's a must-watch. Yeah, it's, yeah. I just want it's Tom so to be good. okay. 
bet you do. That's yeah. all I want. Did you You're guys know? Guy. Oh yeah, Tom is great. I uh, we Josh and I also talked about how it's either down to Tom winning or Roman winning. I think. Yeah, that's what I'd winning. like. You guys winning see, the Game of Thrones as it as it yeah. were. This Logan like that scene. Remember, I forget what episode. It was a couple seasons back, but Tom is like debating his options, and he just goes, "I have." You can swear on this thing, right? Yeah. Yes. He goes, I've never seen Logan get fucked. And what if it just ends with that where he's like, yeah, I still have all the money. I'm still in charge. And that's the way it is. It wouldn't break my heart. Fuck I off. mean, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> but I mean, he's he, Brian Cox is so good. I keep forgetting. Have you guys ever seen the, the movie where he plays Hannibal Lecter? Manhunter. It's an early like Michael Mann movie from the eighties. We're talking eighties, right? Yeah, yeah. I did see that, and I forgot that was him. I yeah, the eighties. That's when Joe was a young man, right? He did mention that in the intro. Thank you again. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll get yours. I did some research. Fuck. But uh, but yeah, I wanna I wanna see that because I've been watching a lot of Michael Mann movies lately, and he's awesome. I mean, of course, being a Chicago guy, you know, I'm sure he, uh, uh, yeah, I like it. I like Michael. What are your favorites of Mann? What What have you been checking out? I watched Heat again recently. Did you see that they're looking to make a Heat too? I heard. Oh yeah, because it's a book. He wrote a book. uh, but I was so against it until I read the rest of it, and it's like Adam Driver is apparently going to start it, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm on board." Really? Oh, I, I wonder. Cast. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Round this bad boy to a halt. But um, I love he. I love Thief. His first movie, Thief, is awesome with James Caan. Caan, Caan, Last of the Mohicans. Um, I like a lot too. Also, one of the oh, best soundtracks ever. Yeah, we should. That movie's fucking great. That soundtrack. They tried to make me read it like in junior high, and then I was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not doing that. And I saw the movie. I go, this is what I've been missing. Yeah. I should have read this. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, read, oh, yeah. Readings for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's kind of it on my end. What about you, Hans? What have you been watching, reading, seeing, doing this week? Well, we touched on Secession. Uh, Mando's out there, of course. Which I won't, I won't get into because I know you're not caught up. Did we talk about Dragged Across Concrete last time? Yeah, we did. Are we you did. aware of this, Joe? I am hyper aware because... I went through a phase where I couldn't decide if I loved that director, if I thought he was just doing like a weird shock jock thing. Yes, and I still don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know if that movie was good or if I liked it, but I'm still thinking about it a week later. I guess I like him. I like him. I think he's interesting, and I think his movies are fucking weird and really out there like i don't know if you saw okay so he did bone tomahawk and then before dragged across concrete he did a movie with vince vaughn that's fucking weird and it's called i sent josh the trailer i think it's called prisoner in cell block 99 seeing it oh so weird so weird don't you just keep waiting for uh what are the two brothers that did uh uncut gems 
Safety. Oh, Safety Brothers. Yeah. Okay. So same kind of thing where it's just uh, instead of constantly wrapping up, it's just one bad thing after another, and he never yeah. lets the audience off the hook. Like any minute, I'm waiting. Like, well, pretty soon something good will happen, right? Oh. <laughs> I just I don't know because I think he. How do I how do I describe this? There's some movies like like Nicholas Winding Refn, the guy who did Drive. Like I love Drive, but basically every movie he's done after that, I fucking hate because I think it's pretentious and I think it's pretentious as fuck. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about the fans. He doesn't care about whatever. And I'm not saying like a director has to do fan service or whatever, but I think um, the director of Bone Tomahawk and whatnot, S. Craig. Zahler, Zahler, however yeah. you say his name. I think he really loves movies and he respects movies. And you can kind of see that in his, in his movies. Well, they're um, all quite capable, like well done. It's just, yeah, and he puts go, good people in them too. They're really talented. It's just at the end, like, you know, Hans yeah. was saying that uh, I go, did I like that? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I still don't know. I think I've it just always, upset me. Yeah, it's, oh, his movies are incredibly upsetting. I don't know. I always just kind of respond to movies that, um, that one, I either like or I have, like, a really visceral response to. And I think with his movies, I remember how I felt, like, when I watched them. And well, that's yeah, a really I mean, good point. I never left indifferent. Yeah, these yeah. days, like, everything just goes in one ear out the other. Like, I don't remember mm-hmm. anything I watch. And I'm still, like, the highest praise I can give a movie is I'm still thinking about it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. You know what? I want to get into this. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Then let's get into our feature presentation. And now. Our feature presentation. Top Gun Maverick from 2022 and 96% from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes and 99% from the audience directed by Joseph Kaczynski. Starring Tom Cruise as Maverick, Miles Teller as Rooster, Jennifer Cunley as Penny, Glenn Powell as Hangman, John Hamm as Cyclone, and Ed Harris as Hammer. Joseph Kaczynski, a.k.a. Marshalltown native. Yep. Iowa. Favorite meth boy. <laughs> What a crazy career he had. His first movie was Tron Legacy. His first movie. Huh. Yeah. I have that written down as a negative. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, but just such a big movie on a big scale. And because, you know, a lot of these guys, their big first movies are, you know, they did a short film that blah, blah, blah. Or they did a, a little indie at Sundance. No, his movie is fucking Tron Legacy for Disney. It was just so random and weird. I looked at his catalog because I was like, this movie, I love this movie so much. Me too. And mm-hmm. then I looked at the rest of it. You know, usually if you love someone's work, you can look mm-hmm. back and go, oh, I like that too. I found Tron Legacy and mm-hmm. then Oblivion. Mm-hmm. And then is Oblivion's not bad. Yeah, I I didn't mind Oblivion. I've only seen it once, and that was in the movie theater. What what did he do after Oblivion? I checked it out. The only two that were notable to me were both Tron and then Oblivion. Mm-hmm. So, Oblivion's like one of the first movies to use the volume. 
to good effect. You know, like like, oh, oh really? Dude. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. I always think of uh, what is it, Inception, with that noise <laughs> with everyone ripped off. Mm, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. But yeah, I love. Anything this else one. we should know about? I don't think so, honestly. Um, yeah, I don't think it? so. I think that's all he's done so far, really. <laughs> So how did he get the gig? Because I know Cruz is super protective of this project. You know, it's probably because of Oblivion. He was Cruz was in Oblivion, and they, they just vibe. It just yeah, gelled. Oh, he directed that firefighter movie, Only the Brave, with Josh Brolin, and um, oh no, that was uh, Taylor Sheridan. Ah, that makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that the Angelina Jolie one? No, this no, is with one. yeah. That was the Angelina Jolie one. This one, it's only the brave. It's with Josh Brolin, Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly, Jeff Bridges. Um, well, that's a lot of crossover there too. I, the past, yep. Mm-hmm. I yep. like Miles Teller. I'm just gonna say it. I do too. I've, I've got so I, much stock. I hear he's a prick, but I like him. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's a great actor, and he's he plays a likable character. I, I want. I want him so bad to come back as the maker in the MCU, which is the evil Reed Richards character, because he played him in, uh, obviously, that terrible Fantastic Four movie. Oh, yeah. But have him come back as the bad, ver- like, that's perfect, right? Because everyone oh, fucking be hates crazy. Miles Teller. So make him a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I read an interview with him in GQ probably like 15, almost 18 years ago now, and uh, he told the interviewer, you see, I'm better looking in person and meant it. <laughs> and I was like, this is my dog from here. Yeah, on. He's, a he's a prick and I love it. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's just the thing is, though, is that shit like that only gets you so far. It's shit like that only gets you so far for so long. And then after a while, they're like, OK, you're a prick and you're a good actor, but I don't really want to fucking hang out with you anymore. Yeah. Because that's all right. movie sets are. It's like, do I want to hang out with you for three yeah. months, four 90% months? 90% of it is just, do I want to fucking spend my entire 12-hour day with you? Mm-hmm. Well, that's my assumption, like, is how Colin Farrell kept getting work. Because mm-hmm. I get, he's good looking. I was in the beginning. But they kept giving him chance after chance after chance until he got good. So I said, yeah. great guy to hang out with. See, I love him. I do, too. He's in one of my favorite movies ever that shouldn't exist. It's just Lobster. Oh man! There's how does that movie exist? Can you like, imagine the pitch? Can you imagine that movie pitch? is so fucking bonkers? It's well that that's that director's thing. He's like, let's see. Well, he's also Greek, so he's like, let me see what kind of crazy movie I can make. Okay, how crazy of a movie can I make? Okay, a man turns into lobster. That's like a movie. No. <laughs> who will star? Who will star in it? Colin Farrell. Ah, Colin Farrell, great. I mean, I mean. <laughs> Uh, that movie is amazing for the first two acts, and the third, they're just like, I don't know what we're doing now. <laughs> they pulled, they the pulled a loss last season. season. Do a third act? Oh, shit. Well, oh, no. What do we do here? But mm-hmm. did not come through on that. Yeah. But you're right. The first two acts were so, it was just so bizarre, and I was so yeah. into it. Mm. All right, let's get into this. Yes. We start off um, exactly like the first movie. Um, mm-hmm. With a little bit of spelling corrections, I believe they made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they spelled shit wrong in the first. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my it's God. so good. I mean, mm-hmm. and then we just like, it, 
I wasn't sure what to make uh, the first time I saw this because it starts off like that and then it just like not seamlessly hits danger zone. Did it's you just like for, it's for just like oh okay I guess we're just like fucking doing this like because it wasn't like a seamless transition. It's just like all of a sudden Kenny Loggins is in your face. Never a bad thing. <laughs> Usually not, but I I did I was like all right tepid. I saw it very, very early on before like any of the reviews came out. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I got myself into. I'm gonna sit here for two hours. I don't want to do that. But then we find out Maverick. He's like a test pilot now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he his details about to get shut down, but you know, he his as his name professes, he's a, he's a Maverick, so he's not he's not having that. He's like, oh, like the major's coming whenever. He's like, he's not here yet. Let's go. I guess that's just something you can do in the army or the in navy. In the navy, <laughs> yes. Well, well, when you're when you're maverick, you can. Yeah. You All the military branches are famous for their free thinkers and how they support them. <laughs> yeah. He straight up goes. You know what happens if you do this? He goes, I know what happens if you don't. And I was like, hell yeah. Wow, what a line. That yeah. nonsense is nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and then he just pulls the he pulls the Wayne's World drive-through act with the I don't think rap night. <laughs> Thank you, and I've seen it a hundred movies, and it worked a hundred times. I giggle every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Straight up, building a line. It's the curvature of the earth, and I was like, all right, cool. Let's go. It's great. <laughs> great. <laughs> Some flat earthers in the audience going, that's false. That's bullshit. Yeah, well, we respect all of our audience, so. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, you're demo. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he goes up and just, like, break, breaks Mach 10 and promptly explodes. Because <laughs> he tries up? to push it farther. Yeah, like, why? Like, Kondo, to what end? Unsung hero of this film, who I adore, is telling him, not Mach 10.1, not 10.2. And then Grooves is up there. He's like, all right, I saved everyone's job. Let me destroy the thing we're working on. Yeah. Let me just, yeah. Let me just tank this multi-billion dollar project real quick and explode That the probably cost mess. millions, millions of dollars. Like, to what end was he pushing it further? To what end? Yeah. What was that? I wanted to see if she could do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I guess. Did you look up Mach 10? I've got 7,672 miles per hour. Holy shit. 7,000, boys. The sky shots of when he's over the sky and, like, the sun is kind of coming up and just the way it's lit and when the air that's when it's, like, curved and it's going over the cockpit. It's just, God, it's just a beautiful movie, too. Incredible film, so good. and it looks yeah. great when he burns out too, and he just explodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he just walks into that little, like you know, greasy spoon diner, and everyone's which looking packed, at him. By the way, which is packed. Like everyone and... out is there having their their Sunday whatever. You know, Ooh, great line from stew. the kid though. Yeah, where am I? Earth. <laughs> Earth. <laughs> It just, just reminds me of Back out. to the Future. I love how he's just chugging that water, looking around like. 
<laughs> he's all fucked up. His brain is scrambled. Like, everyone just staring at him. He's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> did you notice when they transport him, the guys come up with both uh, machine guns to the side, like, uh, you know, we might, we don't know what Maverick might do. He's a real Maverick. I was like, yeah. I mean, it's in the name. You got to be careful. <laughs> it's true. I don't think they both need, I don't think either of them need machine guns, but hey, Probably whatever. Not. He was in but, a plane going 7,650 miles an hour and ejected. And they're like, well, he might be a problem. Like, he might be jello. Yeah. yeah he, he might not be a human. So if he went 7,000 miles per hour, did he go all the way around the world? I checked it out. He it ends- bothered me. He, uh, mm-hmm. If you watch it, because I'm like, well, he should end up in like. <laughs> Thank you for this. Just, so you can bring your Greece accent back. That's where he should have ended up <laughs> if he was up there for an hour. But I watched. So we went. We studied the tape. And uh, I mentioned I own it. <laughs> so he actually. Does, Goddamn right you do. He takes off from the desert, right? And he gets going. And you. You see all that awesome stuff with the fire and the curvature of the earth. It's amazing. But if you watch the flight plan in the background, he does this curve around thing. So the best we could put it is he goes all the way to, I don't know, I'm going to say the Mississippi does a cutback and should crash land somewhere in Idaho. Mm-hmm. And it's the redheaded kid going, Earth. <laughs> Shout out to our Idaho listeners. So instead of being court-martialed for this ridiculous offense he's just sent to top gun yeah thanks to ice Ice yeah because you're you guardian angel (laughs) i can't i can't do the i can't do the teeth thing can somebody hook hook me up with it yeah yeah josh had to stand in for me i was was gonna break one that uh, hurts. I, I, I know. I already have PMJ. I don't need any other. I don't need any other jaw issues. Let me get my retainer from the podcast I do with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so he said back to Top Gun. You know, mm-hmm. we get like the motorcycle because every movie he's in, he has to be on a motorcycle. He's a wild man. He he's is a, a fucking wild man. He's a, he's a psycho. Like yeah. he's a psychopath. I well, like him, but he's a crazy movies. fucking motherfucker. Isn't he basically like the last movie star we had? He is. Yep. Yes, he's, he's the last star. One hundred percent. Oh, yeah. I mean, the reason we go see uh, the Mission Impossible movies is like, how can Tom Cruise try and kill himself this time? One hundred percent true. Like, yeah. How is he gonna do it? How is he gonna do it? Yeah. His. his the, the 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 Mission Impossible one where he's hanging off that like C one thirty. Yeah. Is that nerve? He fucking did that. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's what was that? The, and then, like the backstory yeah, of it, like they had to put these like giant contacts in his eyes so his eyes wouldn't dry out. Mm-hmm. And like after they did it like seven times. Did you guys and hear that? He, his body that temperature evening? didn't come back to normal for like a week. <laughs> committed. That's a star. <laughs> that's fucking insane. Like, what are you doing? Did you hear that story about Damon talking to, I believe it was Kimmel, and he's like, I ran the cruise, and I wanted to know about that stunt. It wasn't the plane when it was where it was uh, rappelling down the largest building in the world or whatever. And yeah, yeah. Sleeper. Damon does this great impression of Cruz. It is a little half, like, caprice. Of course. Well, <laughs> Which that that, that, no one's going to make that. Even Tom Cruise. got to let his ankles breathe. Even Tom Cruise can't make caprice look cool. Tactical <laughs> caprice, gentlemen. <laughs> Still, even so. Well, you told uh, you told Damon, he's like, 
so I got my stunt coordinator and I said, hey, this is what I want to do. I've been thinking about it for like three years. And the coordinator goes, no, man, that's way too dangerous. And he looks at Damon and goes, so I got myself a new stunt coordinator. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> I heard that. That You're was like so a good. Maniac. Fucking maniac. I love it. It's just, yeah, he is he is the last movie star. He, yeah. All right, so he, he's set back to Top Gun, goes to the local bar. Um, he, like, kind of hits on the owner, who they apparently have history with, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so in the first movie, when they, I mean, Joe, I'm sure you know this, too. When they talk about, Goose and him talk about getting in trouble with the Admiral's daughter, Penny is the Admiral's daughter. Penny Benjamin. What a what a callback that no one remembered ever. I wouldn't say no one. It's who he went ballistic with, Josh. Yeah, it's because they couldn't get back. Uh, what's her name? Because she's like sixty uh, and, and actually looks sixty. Yeah, <laughs> like um, looks twenty five. She was. Why didn't they want you back? And she was because I look exactly my age. Yeah, <laughs> she looks like a normal human being of that age. Kelly McGillis. That's yeah, yes. Kelly McGillis. Charlie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Charlie. So, <laughs> so uh, then we like meet the new crop of pilots. You know, we got Hangman and Rooster and all this other. Who cares? Bunch of beautiful what, people. Just yeah, this melting pot sign? of beautiful humans. Oh, I I I like the call signs. Um, like I have a fun people? little trivia bit about my call. I actually sign, like about the call too. signs. Uh, I like Bob. <laughs> Bob's my guy. <laughs> Bob is uh, Bill Pullman's son. Oh. Which I didn't get when I saw it, and then I saw it, uh, looked it up afterwards. I went, oh, yeah, that makes sense. He looks exactly mm-hmm. like him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Looks exactly like him. Speaking so he's, like, forced, all, he's forced to buy out. everyone beer, right? And uh, mm-hmm. then they, like, playfully throw his ass out of the of the bar. Well, Hangman mm-hmm. looks, he sees a rooster come in, and I didn't catch it until multiple viewings, but he rocks up the jukebox, hits slow ride when he sees rooster and plays it just to fuck with him and comes mm-hmm. over and is like i love that song slow ride take it easy proceeds to do a little monologue about you know he's a slow pilot who takes it easy and i was like ooh, a bit on the nose but i dig it yeah, did you like, see the buttons he pushed eight six and that's the year the first one came out wow man we're deep you you know Heyman was just like sitting in his little quarters like I'm gonna get him here I'm gonna plan this whole little intricate thing out I'm gonna get him mm-hmm. <laughs> and then shoot pool one handed yeah <laughs> nailed it Hangman mm-hmm. so Mav go ahead Mav he's there here's the new Top Gun instructor mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. first time up just schools all their asses like killing everybody yeah just like. Good morning, aviators. Just your <laughs> captain speaking. And just, yeah, fucks them all up. But then they put the wager about the 200 push-ups. 200 push-ups? That's a lot of fucking push-ups. I don't think I've done 200 push-ups commuted, like, combined in my life. No, no never. Let alone all at one time. <laughs> I was... I think I've done 100. I think that's the most I've done. Not even in one sitting. I'm like, I do 20, and then I wait like an hour. I just like, like I've never done that many push-ups. Yeah, I've never. You guys don't do sets of 50? I don't do sets of anything. <laughs> 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 well, 
when he comes <laughs> up in between them in the beginning of that intro and they're talking smack and tell him, hey, you want to put some jack on? We'll do some push-ups. He's like, all right, well, it was your idea. And he splits them in the beginning. I just, mm-hmm. He goes right up in between them. And I was like, that's why I came right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything is practical. Yeah. And it fucking shows. It's the way of the future, the way it should be. It's never once have I seen anything, even like the bad boys where they dropped all those cars and everything. I mean, it was bad boys too, but no CGI yeah. and a stuntman died, which I'm not happy about, but he did to make that movie awesome. And it was. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. Practical over CGI. Like fucking love and it practical. Just, it just and, feels and it's different. Just, like give me, give me miniatures. Give me, give me models. Give me matte paintings. I don't care. Just make it practical. It's because it's it's in this day and age, it's become a money issue. And practical shit costs more money. And yeah. it's not because yeah, you do and CGI and you work these houses to the bone and they crunch and they get nothing and yeah, it's much. so much easier. I thought CGI Even, was expensive, no? I, I mean it does get expensive. Not anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah. But here they it's just had like they had fucking cameras like they built for this in like the back seat like everyone's flying everything's fucking real it's insane and you feel it yeah. like you can feel the fucking difference mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. completely agree totally. i think it's worth it because for me that experience made it there are a couple of shots where i just went how could you possibly do that yeah because they actually did it right. <laughs> I, I, I i hollywood always learns the lo- wrong lesson from things that are successful Right. Well, I hope that they learn a little bit of, oh, yeah, maybe the practical is uh, the way to go. Yeah. Well, this made an incredible amount of money, I think. What a good lesson to learn. Yeah, it was like, it's what, yeah. it's like in the top 10 of most, like, highest grossing movies of all time. Well, then also when you've got somebody who, and this harkens back to my people who make movies that love movies, Cruz loves movies, and he fought. They were going to release this on streaming during oh, the no. pandemic, and he's like, no, no. Yeah. This is going straight to the movie theaters. This is a movie that people need to see in the theaters, and we need to get people back in the theaters. That was and I'm going to make it this way. Him. I don't know how Huge. I feel about this, but Tom Cruise is right. Yeah. He I know. Really it feels was. weird saying that, doesn't it? It does. It's, it's, it's... <laughs> so, so, yeah, he, he fucks them all up. But our rooster, he's, he's a big baby back bitch. He's all whiny and shit. Find out it's because Mav like set him back four years, his career four years. He like pulled his pulled papers, his papers whatever the fuck. Pulled his be. papers. It's uh, probably just his application, I assume, to flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it, it is whatever. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> also, really quick point uh, question for you guys: mm-hmm. Is it just me, or does Miles Teller really look like he could be all Anthony Ed's yes. son? Perfect. He looks like it. Like Perfect. great cast. And when he's doing the piano. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely yeah. more jacked than Anthony Eds was. A little. Anthony Eds was the t-shirt on the beach guy. <laughs> we call yeah. it the Hondo. Yeah, he wears his t-shirt in the water. Like. <laughs> you know the Hondo's rocking the t-shirt when they're doing the football scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the new goose. Yeah. Well, for shirts. Sure. <laughs> I felt bad for him. You're with all of these supermodels, and everyone's in yeah. good condition. Did you read they shot that, and then Cruz wasn't happy with it, and they they already had like their cheat day full of like yeah. steaks and burgers, and made them come back and shoot it, and they're like, 
man, Tom, what the man? Come on, we worked hard for this. Yeah, it was so he could look better because he didn't have a cheat day. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, Tom Cruise I, don't have no cheat days. Cheat days. Nah, it's not even his shirt, vocabulary. Man, mm. made me think about Scientology in a different light. I was like, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, what are your feet? What are your feet, Zedja? <laughs> They're not on Tom levels, I can tell you that. He's, he, I think they said when they shot the movie, he was 56. Jesus. 56 years old. How oh, is that possible? It's I've insane. never looked that good at, like, 25. I mean. No. Even when I was working out, like, every fucking day. But also, I was... At the time when I was working out the most of my life, I was also eating like Big Macs and chicken nuggets and drinking Dr. Pepper. It's because they're well, delicious. It's not a fair yeah. level playing field because you have things like girls and booze and a life to do it. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> life, yeah. <laughs> so after this, uh, John Ham. I'm not going to use this character name. He's just John Ham. Like, He's uh, John you Hamm. Want Cyclone? <laughs> sure, Cyclone. Don't want to call him Don Draper? Do. Don gets real <laughs> mad at, and loud with Mav. Um, he's not pleased with his training tactics. Giving him the business. Complete business. Uh, then he just like goes and has some sailing fun with Penny and her daughter, whatever. Who cares? Did you guys not laugh out loud when Ham got done doing that whole speech about this is the way it's going to be? Nothing without my written consent. Nothing with, submitted without written permission. And he looks at him and he hands him the folder. And the whole fight they're having is the hard deck. And he goes, uh... Just wanted to lower the hard deck. Yeah, he folder. immediately <laughs> asks. He has no tact. <laughs> he's just bitch for an hour, dressing him down, and he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, it, it's written." <laughs> yeah, it's like how how are you still like a captain when you should be like a two star admiral? <laughs> it's like girl hits him. This is why right now because <laughs> yeah, I have no concept of how human interactions go. Hmm. Pretty much. You're a fucking robot. That's fine. <laughs> so they go sailing, whatever. It doesn't matter. Next day, class time, we get more, like, actual information on their mission, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of, like, real low-flying shit. Yeah, and when and when Cruz, you know, he hits he hits the people with the question like, "Why did you do that?" She's like, "Well, I don't know." And he goes, "What would the family accept at the funeral?" Oh, that was great. Nothing. Like, whoa. And he's just like, "Yeah, my bad, sir." <laughs> <laughs> I loved it so much. And like, did we talk about the mission? Like, listen, I think this is an amazing movie, almost a perfect movie. If you don't look at it, but like. Where's you don't this? look at it? Like, if you don't think about it too critically. Right. Like, Here's what we need. What the fuck does that mean? If you don't look at it too closely. Correct. Thank you. If yeah. you, you don't go, care about, like, anything that matters, it's no, a but you like, these jets, they're unequipped to do it. It's too hard to do. You were going to lose some guys, and that one guy's called the Drone Ranger that could have just done the whole thing. Yeah. And then, like, all right, I got this. What do you need? How many bombs dropped? And how many people? We don't. We lose no people? All right, done. Yeah, let's do that. No. Mm-hmm. Not how it's going down. It's it's like it's like Hans and I say details. Details. Yeah. Details, details. 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 Science. Details. Gentlemen, yeah. I'm beginning to think this wasn't a documentary. <laughs> no, 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 no. So Bab then goes sees Iceman. Oh, it's uh he's in real bad shape, but it's a pretty heartwarming scene. It is. It's it's great seeing. It's really yeah, well it really done. Is. Really well done. Yeah. 
it's really now sad Kilmer's scene, all though, fucked like up in real life. You guys are a little more plugged into Hollywood than me. At the time, he was going free throw camp. Like, now they're just boys. Yeah. Uh, I I love how they're just, like, boys now. Now he's boys. Like, Mab continuously fucks up, and this guy that hated him until he he saved his life. He pulls his ass out of the fire, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Well, I mean, they love each other after. I mean, the the original, he's like, you can be my wingman any day. Bullshit. (laughs) You can be mine. Old hurt, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> but yeah, it's like Iceman is his constant get out of jail free card, constantly. Yeah. Which would be awesome to have. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. We all need Iceman in our life. I like man. Cruz is really bringing it in this scene too, and I know we've talked about it a lot, but people forget how just incredible of an actor Cruz is. He's just he could be. He could be big when he wants to be big, but in this scene, he's just sitting there and he's talking and he goes all has all these peaks and valleys, these levels, and he's like crying, he's laughing. I just think he really brings it in this scene and he's just so good. There's so an good. intensity to him that I enjoy. You yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. He's you feel like whatever movie he's in, regardless of it's you know, I'm on outer space or I'm flying this impossible mission, whatever it is, he's in it and he's committed to it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's a movie star. Yep. Damn right. So, uh, what happens next? Then we get, like, the homoerotic football scene on the beach. I'll give that each of you $100 the, uh, American, each of you, if you can tell me how the fuck that game goes. Explain that game to me. It's um, football it was, two ways? It was right? a reason. It was a way to... Take a nod to the volleyball scene without going too far. Without think, playing volleyball in the scene. Yeah. I honestly I think they kind of nailed it. Do you really? I was so I think, yeah, by I think I, they did. Like, what are you gonna do? You're not gonna top playing playing with the boys. Fair. Yeah. I mean pretty much. I just, I didn't, I tried, I've seen it a bunch of times. I tried to figure out the rules of dogfight football, and I, I'm just at a lot. The rules of dogfight football, are, there are no rules, Joe. It, it's just be sexy and that's it? Yes! Much. Obviously! Yeah. All right, I'm in Show that six pack, flex your pecs, and let's go. All right, sold. And let's throw <laughs> the ball a little bit, and then let Cruz do his thing and just run, because he's the best goddamn runner in he the business. runs like a fucking psychopath. The way one. Tom Cruise runs is psychotic. He means it. In, in a good way? I mean, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think he's, it's like, because I saw John Wick 4 the other night. And I'm not going to say anything, but like, Keanu, he's a great runner too. But he's hobbling a little bit. He's hobbling. He's gotten beat up a little bit. Cruise, yeah. he's fucking, he's fucking smooth with it. His little fucking hands is so stupid, mm-hmm. but I love it. Wasn't that Cruz's first tweet when he came on Twitter? It was running in movies since, like, 1982 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds I, like a joke, amazing. but I think it's real. I love it. I love it. Just running and riding motorcycles. That's what mm-hmm. he does. Mm-hmm. Playing right. with the boys. Boys. So they all bond and shit, whatever. Uh then Mav takes Penny out and like gets caught banging her by her daughter or something. I don't know who cares. It mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. 
<laughs> you didn't laugh when they're trying to hide from Penny's daughter, who already knows exactly who Mav is. It knows exactly who Penny is. Way mm-hmm. too cool with the whole relationship. Way too, like, what's the word, precocious. Like, yeah, she's that mad? type of, like, young teen that's just, like, an adult. That's annoying right. in movies. Yeah, pretty much. It's a movie trope. But it's like you just, she just knows everything. Fuck you. If I was that little kid, I'd be like, I don't get it. What's going on? What's oh, going on? I'm oblivious. Why are you guys and talking Especially like nowadays. This? I don't get it. And teenagers what? have their phone faces in their fucking phones anyway. Like, her, if it was real life, she'd be sitting there in the kitchen like this on her phone. Oh, he would have got away scot Or she would have taped it and put Scott it on TikTok Tate. or something. Also, yeah, while she's doing a dance. That's <laughs> how she sees Cruz. Well, he rolls up in the bar to pay the bill that he couldn't pay. That part of it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he comes in and like, sees the dog. He's like, oh, you got big. And looks over at her and she goes, yeah, I know. I got big. And I was like, damn. She's three steps ahead of the game. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's enough of that. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so back to training, right? It's, it's not going well. Um no, because th- this is where they institute the sustained G's, right? So everyone is, like, getting all fucked up. Yeah, dude, like, passes out, and Mav's like, I'm going to go get him. What are you going to go get him? Well, so speaking you of go get the him? sustained G's, hey. What are you going to go get him, though? Josh, what are you uh, weighing these days? What are you weighing? Research on G for us. Yeah, like, too much. On the scale today, what would it say? No, but how's he going to go get him? I thought about that, too. You ever had a job that you fucking hated? For mine, Yes, was, every I, job I've ever had, yes. I worked at UPS for one summer, and the sound of the I belt, did, too. No one got it. I did, too. It haunted yep. my nightmares. If you play that, could be dead passed out from, you know, just being tired like a normal person, or passed out, whatever, and you hear play that sound from your job, the missile lock, I'm thinking it would have got me, because missile lock means you're going to die. You hear <laughs> that. Yeah, fat, yeah. Fat, fat is what I say to that. Yeah, but I also worked UPS for a summer, too. It was fucking brutal. Awful. I sleep through mm-hmm. alarms now. Like, it doesn't matter. I, I'm When I'm asleep and I'm passed out, it's over. It's done. No, we're talking about a job thing, not an alarm. I don't care. I'll sleep through my <laughs> alarm because I need to go to my job. <laughs> <laughs> so there. See, I'm such a light sleeper. I can literally hear a oh, drop be. while now I'm, I'm sleeping. And I'll, huh? What? What's going on? No, now it doesn't it. matter. It doesn't I can hear an pissing on cotton. I just, I don't mm. want it. <laughs> Thank you, David Bannon. Oh, that's great. That's great. So, yeah, all this happens, I guess. And then, uh, birds. Bird strike. Bird strike. Engine's on fire. Sully would never, by the way. He would have gotten out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just laughed. Talk yeah, he, he would have landed that thing. He would have gone inverted or whatever. I don't know. I think it was like <laughs> they tried to do the jet wash thing again with the birds. Yes, like, that's exactly that's what, what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. They hit this movie shouldn't work for so many fucking reasons. Like they hit all the beats and it's corny as fuck, but it works. Don't it really why, works. But it works. Every it's... single time they do it, mm-hmm. it works. Well, did you ever see a sequel where they try and recreate the same name? Like a Dumb and Dumber oh, yeah. comes to mind? It yeah. will never work. But all well, they did was this, they the same None of this should thing. work. None of it should. But it's, it's no sequel that happens 40 years after ever right. fucking works. Except maybe Bill and Ted. I guess that was supposed to be good. But no, uh, other than that, no. I didn't see it. 
I didn't either, and I don't care. But none of these things should work. <laughs> Nothing that they do should work, and everything fucking works. I agree. Because you got Cruz. It's Cruz. It is Cruz. So they eject, mm. boom, crash, whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, I guess the, uh, this is when I started, like, not paying that much attention, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, um, it's... Um, I think they want to kick Mav out or, or something. Well, in essence, that was, like, the last straw for Ham. Ham never yeah. wanted him. He's gone. So but he then he, like, him. just jumps into plane anyways and shows him it's doable. Cause, well, like, Ice has to die first. Yeah, yep. Once Ice dies, then his... Right, because he doesn't have his guardian angel. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he's like, you're out. I wanted you out the whole time. And Cruz is like, uh, yeah, he basically exactly what he said. Steals a plane, and the guy's like, you're not scheduled. And he goes, yeah, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, and I just then, wrote some other stuff happens. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, inexplicably, <laughs> the, everyone, they've got everything set up to track them. And like, instead of being like, this guy that we hate, and he's kind of an asshole, a hot shot, everyone's like, he's three seconds ahead of schedule. <laughs> yeah, because he's the best. He's the best. By the yeah. way, I was sitting at my chair going, three seconds ahead of schedule oh my god oh my god he's the best he is the the goddamn best and all the shots of him flying you know that's really him flying fucking thing it's great are you guys familiar with chuffing or that's the air breathing exercise they have to do because when you're exerting like pause but for fighter pilots exactly it's it's (laughs) no i'm not familiar i'm familiar with lamage No, in fighter pilots, I apologize for this, but yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, well, it's intense. And Cruz, Chuffs is the best of them. Yeah, so that all happens, and uh, I don't know, some other stuff probably happens too. But they go off on their mission, and Mav's like, "I'm, I'm coming too." Yeah, he's leading it. Can we talk about the mission for one second? Who the hell are we? Who are we fighting? Well, with the, and they never make it clear, and I think that's another reason why this movie works. Like they never yeah. made it clear, which Did I you thought say they, they went Mission Impossible Rogue you, Nation. Yeah, like we, like when we, yeah. <laughs> when we did the first one, I thought it was pretty clear that it was like China. And you, Joe, you're like, nah, nah. They never make it clear. No, it's, I feel it's, like it was. And they did the Russia. same thing here. They just. I think that's partially the why. The first one was absolutely Russia. This one, the only. I thought it was China, because it's just like a red star. It's... I I I think it was well the first movie. I think it was Russia because it was the '80s, and that's who we were most. But they still <clears> never <throat> say it. But you know where the bearings straight? They don't... Beware for the Chinese to get involved. Yeah, but this they're one, everywhere, man. They do this. <laughs> My question, fine. It's unnamed. I get it. You don't want to lose that Chinese box office. You don't want to do any of that stuff. Fine, Russia's politically charged. I get it, mm-hmm. but who the hell has fifth generation jets that America doesn't have? Like, what kind of terrorist is out there? Like, okay. all their budget. So the reason they had to use the the old jets was because of the the mission that it. You know, they had to be doing all this bullshit between canyons and and those can't do that. Mm-hmm. No, I get that, but the the rogue nation that they're fighting has fifth generation fighters. Something I've never heard of, and they're better than any plane America has. They're basically a bunch of F twenty two Raptors. Like, I mean, hmm. that's a hmm. Well, they have that. They details. Have ah, details, gentlemen. Who cares? <laughs> so they start on this mission, um, and uh, all 
it started kind of going well, I guess. Like, they hit their mark and everything, and then uh, Mav gets shot down, Roos gets shot down. But, of course, direct hit on the first one, and then this uh, Maverick comes in, direct hit, boom, miracle number one. Comes in, the laser uh, sight isn't working, and Red Rooster, who... Rooster, who is Maverick's wingman, who he chose over Hangman. So Hangman's not even in this mission. So yeah, he's, he's feeling some kind of a way. He's feeling some kind of way. Ma- uh, Rooster just goes, I'm dropping blind. And of course, boom, bullseye. Miracle number two. Mm-hmm. My so, question is, if you're Hangman, clearly the best, aside from Maverick, and they're sitting there, and fine, you don't get chosen, that's great. But then you're sitting there, and you guys are in trouble, and they go, uh, no, hold back. Look, I can go help them right now. Hold back. Well, they call him Hangman because he hangs his wingman out to dry. It's not a good nickname. But he and he's, but he's the only one with the um he's the only person of that group that has one confirmed kill, right? True. Yeah, because he's all about himself. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. And okay. This is where this movie I remember sitting in the theater thinking like, you see the F-15. You see it. You see the Tomcat. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, we're, we're really doing this. But then it fucking works. I don't oh, know why. Yeah. It should not fucking work. Can we talk about the lead-up where they they do their little Laurel and Hardy routine? Where they're walking, jogging, running? Yeah, they're just those guys yelling at each other. <laughs> it's I saved your life. What were you thinking? You told me not to think. He and Cruz is like down in the snow. I love it. Yeah. None of oh, this it's so, it's no. so stupid and so corny and but it's fucking awesome. It's I, great. I have that in my notes where he's firing from the old uh, super old jet and it's a manual counter. Like you're in an arcade in Atlantic City. Tick, 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 tick. And I was like, this is gold. <laughs> gold. Go three bullets. We have fifteen bullets. He goes. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Like they get this. Of course, it's the plane from the first movie. Like it's just sitting there, ready for him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But yeah. <laughs> I think the it works. theme of it. You said a hundred times. It shouldn't work, but it does. It just mm-hmm. fucking does. And they're ready to rock. They get out. And, oh God, it's so good. They're just. They're working together and and like firing countermeasures, blowing shit up. Everything's happening. Smoke in the air. Oh, I, I love mm-hmm. Miles Teller's just like freaking out. Like he's like pans on the canopy everywhere. I thought he was great. Like, oh he was yeah, great. he was really good. It's not the plane; it's the pilot. Uh, when he's sitting there and he's telling him like, "If I wasn't with you, would you engage these guys?" And Mav's like, "Fuck yeah, I would." They fuck everybody up and they're on their way back, but one, you know, there's still one there. They can't hey, shake them. The can't shake them. This unnamed country didn't hear no bell. <laughs> well, <laughs> all looks lost, and then Hangman didn't hear no bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Hello, gentlemen. This is your savior speaking. Yep. Saves the day. <laughs> what a great or great line read from what's his name? Glenn Howell? Yeah. Glenn Powell. Yeah. Powell, yeah. When he, yeah, don't tell him I said that. 
But when uh, <laughs> I love that next time I see him, like, you go, you've been an arrogant prick this whole time. This is going to come in handy right here. Perfectly for you. It's your oh, it's so good. Saves the <laughs> yeah. day. Oh, and, so good. And they landed a giant butterfly net, and everyone's happy. <laughs> Are we not going to really talk about Penny or Penny Benjamin? My goodness. Well, after that, then Penny and and Matt fly off in an old. P fifty one Mustang that he just like rebuilt like like it's a like it's a actual Mustang in his garage. <laughs> Did you get that? Where there there he has a huge hangar where I can't tell if it's military issued or he owns it. I believe either one. I think but he owns it. He, he just he's just allowed to work on this World War Two relic. So he's working on his, his own plane because Cruz owns that plane in real life. He's working on mm. it, and then they cut away for a minute and come back and miles teller is like oh this is how you screw a screw and he's behind him working and i was like not none of you guys have girlfriends or wives or anything anything not else? a single one no, like, no. They're, they're married to the game I, rooster had nothing else going on after he almost died he's like yeah man i'll help you build your own piece of shit yeah sounds about right <laughs> they didn't have their kelly mcginnis oh. they had nothing also, yeah. Rooster was like dramatic effect. I'm like, oh, I'm glad they're boys. It made me happy. And then I look over. Penny shows up with the daughter in a two-seater Porsche. And then Mav and Penny are like, I'm out. Maybe you hang out with Rooster, I guess. I don't know how yeah. that works. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> also, how she got a Porsche go with like that, her military base bar. I was wondering that, too. Everybody in this movie has really nice cars. She's doing really well uh, for planes. herself. I mean, she yeah. just like lets him off the hook for that bar tab. Like that's Which not a good probably at least model. a couple hundred bucks. Not a good business model. I think it was over that. You see how packed that place was? Yeah. yeah. Wait, oh, so yeah. Like spring break for Air Force pilots or right? Pilots. She just <laughs> ate. She just ate all that money. He gave mm-hmm. it to her. Yeah. Bad decisions. Right? I do like her idea of no phone on the bar, though. That's that's how many times room. have you thought about it since you've seen that movie? Because. I don't know about you. Well, I know about you, Josh. I frequent yeah. a bar or two. And like, <laughs> Never, pull it out. Not what's it like. it. You, you set it down? I'll, lately, I have been cognizant of it, and I try to keep it in my pocket. Me too. I try to keep it in my pocket. Well, back in the because... day, it was a water-resistant issue. If you got mm. a bone on a bar and it spilled, it was over. Yeah, you're but screwed. Now, I can drop mine in the toilet. Don't be so fucking yeah. healthy then. I also have a cheat code though, because I have I have an Apple Watch. So if I get a text, I can check my watch. Oh, look at you, fancy pants! <laughs> I got it as a Christmas present. <laughs> Man, these um, these days. <laughs> I've got some great trivia for this movie. If you guys want to hear it, no, oh, it is some trivia. According to Miles Teller, three of the six new actors threw up every day of filming in the Jets. Believe it. I would. Oh God, I'd be. I, I get. I get fucking sick on like a swing set. <laughs> like literally, I get motion sick on swings. Yeah. And oh my God, move. I would be puking Movie's my guts out. If we hit a bump on a flight, I'd immediately dig into the armrest so deep. Me too. That me the too. Next person will see my indentation. I just grab the person no next to me. Like we're going down. <laughs> I know we've flown together. <laughs> <laughs> then I get real weepy about how much I love you, and you know it's just it's not unco- it's not uncomfortable at all. And then and the, all the gone steward by the time we exit the flight. <laughs> yeah. 
um, the actors playing pilots not only had to film themselves turning the camera on and off, they also had to touch up their own makeup, adjust their lighting, and handle their own sound. That's what I'm hearing much. is OnlyFans for pilots? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Five dollars to see this video. <laughs> Um, Val Kilmer said it was, it was like, Val Kilmer told Entertainment Weekly that it was like no time had passed when he was on set with Tom Cruise again. And it was fun too. We blew a lot of takes laughing so much. The 62 year old stated it was really fun and special. Oh no shit. I thought they hated each other. I love that. Maybe they did, but now they're just like, fuck it. We're old guys. Why do yeah, we're we old don't care this anymore? We don't have that much testosterone pumping through our veins. Watch you for Val. You'd be like, your check cleared? My check cleared. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tom Cruise personally designed a three-month aviation training course for the new actors to become ready to handle riding in an F-18. Yeah, of course he did. Least surprising thing we've done in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Three months. Um, Fucking lunatic. (laughs) Um, Kenny Loggins did a re-record of Danger Zone for the film, but Tom Cruise insisted that they use the original. I went to the Danger Zone. It's like, nah, we'll just use it. You sound better in the old one, man. Yeah. Well, well Cruise probably made him record it in a plane pulling three Gs. The acoustics aren't great, Tommy. Like, thanks, but no thanks, Kenny. Speaking of Gs, I'd it's 10 times your weight. So Cruise, we figured about 150 pounds. So he's pulling about 1,500 mm-hmm. pounds. That's why I wanted to know, Pan, what are you weighing to get on the scale right now? What are uh, your it's, G's, baby? It's, uh, it's, 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 it's a lot. <laughs> I'm weighing like 194 these days, I think. All right, so you're almost 2,000 pounds. Yeah, that's insane. Jesus, that's a lot. That's a ton. You ain't doing my math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm booking about 225, and uh, I'm thinking I'm not going to come back from this mission. No, oh, you're dead as fuck. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um, Miles Teller was cast in the role of Goose's son, Rooster, beating out the likes of Nicholas Holt and Glenn Powell. Oh, no shit. Who's Nicholas mm-hmm. Holt? He's, he's the dude beast. who's in... <laughs> he he's uh, in the great that show that's on Hulu. He's, he's in he's Beast oh. from X Men. No, he's, he's the he's war boy in uh, in uh, Mad Max. Fury Road. What yeah. a lovely day! What a lovely day! He's great. And he's in that new uh, Renfield movie where Nicolas Cage plays Dracula. By the way, I'm very in on it. Oh, I'm so fucking stoked when he's like, "Let's eat." Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, let's see here. Anthony Edwards gave the movie two thumbs up, reacting positively to the film and proclaiming mission accomplished. Tom Cruise even screened the film for him in person. Anthony Edwards didn't die on the set of ER when they gave him a brain tumor. That's the last time I remember Anthony Edwards. Yeah, that's the last time I remember Anthony Edwards. He's he's too busy cashing those fucking residual checks from like 18 (laughs) seasons of ER. He's like, I don't need to do shit anymore. That is a good point. You want to work today? Uh, I'm like, I think I'm just going to go to the mailbox. I'm good. Yeah, I'll take that money, please, and thank you. Exactly. 
Um, because she suffers from a crippling fear of flying, Tom Cruise helped co-star Jennifer Connelly overcome her phobia by taking her for a ride in his 1946 vintage P-51 Mustang. Yeah, I'm sure that quelled all her issues. Oh my God! If if I was, I was like afraid, I'm shitting myself yeah. every single second of this. Mm-hmm. That would not make me feel better. No, hell no. To like the no, the no, most no. Possible uh, yeah. way to travel through the air. Yeah, from I'm not, I'm eighty not a, years ago. Yeah, let's. That'll make her feel better. Mm-mm. I'm not a big heist guy. And I go. Me well, neither. Margot Robbie wants to take you up the Sears Tower. I go. Well, maybe I could be lured. Come on. <laughs> But also, I mean, like, hey, we're paying you millions of dollars. Like, do you want to give also, it a shot? Yeah. I'm like, eh, sure. By the way, not? if you think about it, like, she never had to go up in the plane for the story to work. No! <laughs> you can't see her in that plane. And but Cruz is probably just like, you want to try it? Let's come try on, it. come on. My feet are great. It. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. He mm. ranks very high on the guys you probably don't say no to. Like, hey, you want to do this stuff? And I'm like, all right, Tom Cruise. Yes, I do. I feel pretty yeah. comfortable that I'd say no to getting into P-51 Mustang with Tom Cruise. That'd be good. See, I feel no, like I'd say yes, just crowd. because that'd I'll be a story I could here. say for the rest of my life. Like, hey, what'd you do? Oh, I had a great weekend. What'd you do? Oh, I had dinner with my family was in town. What'd you do, JP? Oh, I flew in a 1946 P-51 Mustang uh, with Tom Cruise. See, I'd be like, <laughs> really? no, I told Tom Cruise No. That was my JP, weekend. You're a gentleman because you. No one says no to Tom Cruise. I said no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just knowing you had the Trump card, just a smack on top of me. Oh yeah, man. We Boom. Hit, uh, we hit the Ponderosas. Pretty great, man. Really good time. <laughs> Free shrimp. Yeah, cool, we couldn't cool. get into. We couldn't get into Buca de Beppo. They were really packed. <laughs> <laughs> it's family style. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, let's see here. What do I got here? Um, oh, this is a sad one. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Admiral Tom Iceman Kazansky had a real has a relapse of throat cancer and dies from it in the movie. In real life, Val Kilmer was suffering from throat cancer at the time, resulting in his vocal cords being damaged so severely he was unable to speak. To accommodate this handicap, his character communicates through typing and only speaks three lines near the end of the scene. Those spoken lines were created via a synthetic vocal generator programmed to emulate Kilmer's voice. That this is all Stephen Hawking. Yeah. It's, if you're going to do it, like I get it because he was battling throat cancer and everything, and it's going to be this huge scene where he's like, fuck this computer, I have something really mm-hmm. to say to you. And then they go, <laughs> we're going to use the computer. Because, mm-hmm. like in real life, I don't know if you guys watched that documentary of his, the the Amazon Prime one. He literally like he's can't, he can't talk like yeah. that. Yeah, like, it's, he, it's kind of so thing. sad. It's so sad. Well, he um, recovered though, didn't he? Um, I think he recovered. I don't know if he got his voice back, but I know he's like beat cancer. I'm pretty okay. sure. That's pretty awesome. Um, and last, but certainly not least, oh. um, it's not a body count, but it's a cool one nonetheless. Um, in the first film, Maverick downed three MiG-28s. Combine that with the two SU-57s he downed in this film, gives him five kills, thus makes him ma- make Maverick the first ace since Vietnam. Boom. Ace. Also the last ace, time baby. we fought fighter jets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, last right. time that could be possible. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. I mean, you think like Gulf War, and then you know the Iraqi Air Force just launched. Oops. 
<laughs> oh no, we you just yeah. killed them from 47 miles away. Mm. All right, here's my question for you guys. I want to bring it up in the beginning because I thought it would derail it. Little I know it'd be derailed no matter what. That's but, all we do is derail. Give it. Right. Have you guys heard this theory that he actually dies when the test plane blows up and the rest is just a limbo dream for him? No. And no, now, very. But, except from you who would shut up about it the other day. <laughs> I believe you told me don't bring it up on the pod. Anyway. Yeah, that uh, might have been something I said. <laughs> yeah. So he very died. interesting. Now, if you look at the rest of the way the movie's shot, the way everything works out, it's all very sunlit, bathed perfect. Everything works out perfect for him all the mm. way through. And then even there's a couple scenes where, remember, you yada yada when they went uh, sailing, she had to bring the boat in. Remember that yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah, so they did that. But like when they get their house, there's vintage cars all the way along the road to her house, which I thought was interesting. Like, yeah. So there's like an old VW bug. There's an old, I don't know, I'm not a car expert. Like it looks like a GTO maybe. But they're okay. all very old. And yeah. like going through it, it's everything just kind of works out exactly the way he wants it to. This is all, all a dream. It's, and to be fair, I ripped this from a... This is a Jacob's Ladder situation. I, yeah. He was dead the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thoughtful. <laughs> but no, that's very interesting. That's if really you see interesting. It again, watch it's it not. That lens, it's not. It's very don't, don't play Kate him. <laughs> so, Josh, um, I hear you're on the fence about this theory. I don't give a shit about this theory. It sucks. I think it's stupid. <laughs> what do we? What do we? Otherwise, I don't week? have any real feelings about it. Yeah. <laughs> what are we watching next week? Oh fuck! What are we doing? Oh, coming up next week, kick ass. Yes, I don't know how we've skipped over this one, but, some, I know, but we I'm glad we're watching we've it. Done this, and then I had to go back and look, and it took a while. <laughs> well, what's in that? Traditional Hollywood. It's a great film. I really enjoyed, and they said, "You know what? You really liked. Let's make a sequel." Oops. Yeah, that sequel. Oh, the see the sequel Stop. is awful. Awful. I hate, I hate Jim Carrey. So that's a whole other. I hate McLovin. So, I, 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 I think Jim Carrey's a terrible human being. <laughs> I think oh, it just it, it just happened that it was it was exactly what you said. It was like let's take everything you like about the first one and hammer it to death in the second one. It was just yeah. big fart noise. But the first one's great. Yeah, it is. We're gonna do it. A fourth ancillary character at best. I don't care if he sees this and hears it. You can't be. <laughs> He will. I'm sending lead. it to him after this. Well, We're on a group text. Tell him about I mean, it like he'll see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who, are all, who else is on the group thread with you? Uh, Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Michael Sarah and. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Seth Rogen chimes in from time to time, but he's not real. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nick my best. Seth Rogen. sounds like a motorcycle drowning, and I've never forgotten it. <laughs> when it, my favorite Nick Kroll thing is when he talked about he he said Alan Rickman has milk mouth when he talks. <laughs> he sounds like he has a mouthful of milk. Mr. Potter. <laughs> he does. He's got milk mouth. Man? Oh, the great Alan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, rest Gruber, in and you went Harry piece. Potter. That's right. I heard uh, yeah. our friend here go. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously the Mando. 
which I assume is nerd for the Mandalorian. No. <laughs> Josh, I heard one time he takes his helmet off. You fucking dork. He sure does. <laughs> he sure does. And then he has to bathe in the waters of Mandalore to come back to be a Mandalorian. <laughs> Well, that was a great episode. <laughs> I hope your editing software is excellent. I uh, shit. <laughs> but Too man, for this, that. Uh, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on, Joe, and bringing some serious knowledge. Um, talking don't, about G's and weight conversion and don't um, don't hype him up. He's gonna get a bit. I will hype him he's up. He's gonna be insufferable. It's just disgusting. Prepared. Please don't. Yeah. You guys, an absolute treat to do it with you. Anytime, I love you guys. Yeah, this was fantastic. Thank you. Actually, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, AJ, invite us. You can find us at www.actionmoviebookclub.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ActionMovieBC or on Instagram at ActionMovieBookClub. We're also on TikTok with the kids. Oh, uh, and I hate we're it. Also I hope on... it gets shut down because I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah. We're also on the YouTubes where we post the videos of our beautiful mugs on there. So go check that out. And if you're feeling generous and kind, please give us a like and subscribe um, and a nice five-star rating wherever you view or listen to your, to this podcast because anything helps. A little boost in the algorithm. Sure does. Um, get us in more people's ears, eyeballs, wherever. Um, and it would just be a huge help. Thank you so much. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything, but it, it gives us everything. Just do it. So thank you so much. Joe, you got anything to plug? You don't. I know you don't. <laughs> uh, no, sir. Not anything I'd want anything to know about. Let's go. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no, oh, that was, was so fun. I, I appreciate it, Joe. You're, you're fantastic. Love you. And he left the chat already. So oh, that was, wow. I kind of respect the shit out of that. <laughs> he just bye. Love you guys. See ya. Boom. Peace out. Good on him. <laughs> but that was great, man. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to kick ass. Um, thanks Hell everybody yeah. for listening. See All you right. Then uh, why don't you take us out, Jay? Happy trails, Hans. Thank <laughs> you.